Dr. Joe Heim, uh, political scientist emeritus at University of Wisconsin La Crosse. How was your weekend, Joe? Good morning. Pretty good. I, I, is this uh, uh, April or May right now? It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's great. Yeah. This is our last day, by the way. Uh, tell everybody to get out and enjoy the day because this is our last day of uh, warm weather. I well, think it's been a, I'll hold you. Going I'll, into winter. I'll hold you to that. Uh, <laughs> political scientist, meteorologist, uh, <laughs> Let's talk a little about changes at the top. Devin LeMayhew will take over for Scott Fitzgerald. I, I've, I don't recall even hearing Devin LeMayhew's name. What do we know about him? He is a state senator, uh, was elected, I believe, in uh, 2014, so he's been there about five years. He's from Oostburg, which, by the way, is the eastern side of the state. Uh, his district is uh, borders on uh, Lake Michigan. So he's kind of an east sider of the Wisconsin as opposed to the west sider. I, I did talk to a couple of friends to find out what the inside story was about this. And the interesting thing is that there are two people running, Roger Roth, who is considered a conservative, more moderate, however, and uh, Devin DeMay, who is considered more of a uh, conservative. They tied. They voted four times and they tied, which is interesting. It means huh. kind of the caucus uh, who, who decided this uh, couldn't agree. At, at one point, apparently... Uh, Roger Roth then decided that uh, it would be fair. Not, not, you know, he withdrew basically and said, "Let's unanimously vote for uh, Devin DeMayo because they they don't want to look like they're divided." So that's sort of the inside story. That really means that the uh, the caucus has moved a little more conservative, and and uh, although I think you could argue about it, Devin DeMayo is a little more conservative than Scott Fitzgerald, but that's an arguable point. Well, I asked uh, Professor Ryan Owens earlier, and I'll ask you the same thing. Uh, because we now enter uh, into a, a governor's race, uh, and I'm guessing that uh, in not too distant future, uh, we'll start hearing more about the reelection uh, campaign of uh, Governor Evers uh, with the new speaker and everybody not liking Governor Evers. Can you imagine at least the next two years Republicans standing in the way and not wanting Evers to get any credit for anything good? Just like a Democrat stood in the way of President Trump. Yeah, it's uh, I, there's one thing that they will have to pass, Mike, and that's the budget. And uh, you may, you know, the first budget that Evers proposed, uh, there was a lot of talk about, oh, they, the Republicans are not going to pass this until October. You know, the the, the uh, budget year starts on July 1st, and uh, it didn't work that way. They actually got it done in, in June. So uh, they, uh, let's assume there's some hope here that they can uh, agree on things. And I, I think you know that the the, the, the key to, the, to requiring some kind of an agreement on the budget has to do with the veto power of the governor. And uh, as you know, as you probably have heard from other sources, uh, the veto, the two-thirds goal that the Republicans in the Senate and the Assembly wanted uh, didn't work. Uh, they lost two seats in the Assembly. They gained two seats in the Senate, neither of which are the majority, or two-thirds majority. So they don't. So have they that. have to agree, basically, right. on something here. They they don't have the super majority to just to outvote the governor. They're going to have to get along at some point in the not too distant future. Which is really, it's it's sad that we even have to say it that way. You're going to be forced to get along a little bit, boys and girls. Play nice for a couple of minutes anyway. What are you going to do for residents who live here in Wisconsin? Uh, this is politics now. Uh, these days, Joe, we got to yeah. get used to this. I think one of the one of the things that uh, was widely discussed was the fact that the uh, the legislature had not met. They met once, I think, since uh, you know last spring, 
uh, that obviously didn't seem to affect the voters. Do you notice that? <laughs> in other words, most, uh, this is a good incumbent year, by the way, in both lacrosse area and statewide. Incumbents generally won. And that's an indication that the public out there is at least relatively satisfied with the legislature that didn't over, overreact and overwork. You know, they could have, uh, they could have dealt with uh, marijuana. Our neighbors are all passing marijuana legislation, uh, law and order legislation, uh, police reform. Uh, stuff was all kind of set aside, and it didn't seem to affect the outcome of the election. Well, and we'll have to see how it all shakes out as we move forward in the state of Wisconsin since uh, uh, the, the president-elect uh, Biden has said that he will enact a nationwide mask mandate. That's not illegal. So, uh, oh, he can't do that. When, well, and when he was asked about that over the weekend, he said he will go around those states that will put up barriers and uh, try and talk to local officials to get them, uh, county officials and so forth, to enact those mask mandates for him, uh, small uh, small districts at a time instead of statewide. So. I guess we'll have to wait and see how that all shakes out. But first, we've got to decide whether or not uh, uh, it is President Biden or President Trump. More lawsuits, more counting, more questions. Yeah, it's uh, it's not like 2000 when you had one state and one small area where they had to recount. I think it was under five, around 500 votes that the Supreme Court ruled, uh, you know, let's move on. This is uh, much broader, and it's less likely that there's some kind of a massive uh, voter fraud issue out there. You know, time after time you hear anecdotal stories about voter fraud, and then you look at it and find out it's, you know, a couple people. I, I uh, got an a, uh, email from somebody who said that there are like seven or eight states in which more people were, were voting than were registered. Well, that's just simply not true. Uh, you have to do a little homework on this stuff sometimes. But uh, there's, with the Internet, the, uh, the, the rumors are rampant, basically. And that's, uh, that's unfortunate. It doesn't help uh, the legitimacy of American government, Mike. Right. Well, and, and as we pointed out in the state of Wisconsin, that was pointed out uh, correctly slash incorrectly because when the count was taken, uh, they looked at uh, current uh, voters who are registered. But uh, Wisconsin is, and not the only state, that you can register to vote at the polls that morning. And uh, so those numbers changed when those unregistered voters went to the polls to vote this time around, and that uh, that maybe has changed some of the numbers. We'll watch. I'm getting texts every day from people who absolutely positively know that this election was stolen. Here's here's some evidence, and here's somebody involved in it, and Sidney Powell is going to change the day. It's going to be great, blah, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait and see. Dr. Joheim, you know I'll be back in touch because that's what we do.